Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Jenna Scott. Welcome to Savvy Broadcasting, Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here today. How are you? Oh, thank you. I'm so glad to be here, Christina. Thank you for the privilege. Oh, you betcha. We are airing this on Christmas Day, an important message never more needed in the country and the world. And that is your book, Standing on the Wall, Prayer to Preserve the Integrity of a Nation. Um, This nation right now is in extreme turmoil. And I think what's missing, I don't think, I know what's missing is, is God. And if we bring God back, we can bring our our nation back. And I think that's really the thing that is having it crumble right now and be in adversity. People are looking outside to blame other people. This candidate, that candidate, this is happening, that's happening to cause it. But really, it's the loss of God. That's my perspective. Uh, Just share your perspective. And then I'd like you to share what, what prompted you to write your book. I agree with your perspective. I think we look for... God in all the wrong places. We look for leadership in all the wrong places. And I think we must return to God through spirit and in truth, according to his word and according to his ways and in repentance, because what we have done in drifting away from God has not only impacted the current generations, but it could have reverberating effects for generations to come. Mm-hmm. You asked me what prompted me to write the book, yeah. and I have to be honest, it was the prompting of the Holy Spirit. I was in a period of unemployment, mm. and I was on prayer calls every Monday night. I've been involved with prayer movements for over 25 years, mm-hmm. but during this period of time, I was on a Monday night prayer calls that was called Global Prayer Network Prayer for Our Nation. We would always come together, maybe about 15 women in cities and states across the country. And there were some men uh, every now and then. Uh, And one night I was asked to provide the teaching. You know, we'd always start with a little 15 minute teaching and then go into 45 minutes of prayer. Mm -hmm. And the teaching that the Lord gave me that night talked about the gates and the walls of our nation Mm -hmm. and how they had been somewhat eroded over time, over a long time, and how we as the people of God, like Nehemiah, have to receive this report, go into weeping and fasting, go before the leaders and rebuild the walls of our nation, but through prayer. Mm. And we believe uh, in my faith tradition that prayer changes things. So that's what prompted me was that night. After that night of teaching, one of the women who was on the call, she called me and she said, what you just taught is a book. And I never even thought of that. Mm -hmm. So she helped me to, uh, to launch the, what turned to be out to be over a year long effort to get the book written and published. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been there as far as that effort. <laughs> um, now, share. not everyone listening in might be a Christian, but what does repentance mean? Uh, some people are scared by the word. It sounds like old English something, but share what that means. And then I, I want to go into the what is fasting and prayer mean? Why are the two together so important? Yes, mm-hmm. repentance might be old English, but I think it goes back even further than that. But it's the idea 
of while you're going in one direction mm -hmm. to make a 180 degree turn away from those things that are not pleasing to God. And what's not pleasing to God? We know what's not pleasing to God by his word and by the unctioning of the spirit of truth, which Jesus said he left with us when he left the earth. Mm -hmm. So repentance is really turning away from those things and saying, I'm going to start on a new path that will be pleasing to God mm -hmm. and that will be guided by God's spirit of truth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you think about that uh, in our life today, it really repentance is an individual walk. Mm -hmm. it, it really is. is. We can repent as a nation, of course, but it has to start in the individual hearts of every human being. Yeah. And, and there are a lot of hearts who are, are really tight right now. Don't want to change from the, their course. They feel like, well, this is the course I'm going to take by darn it. And uh, yeah, this isn't really serving us as a country, but we really have to come at it individually and ask God to show us where do you need me to be? Where might I be faulting? And you know what? It's not a one-step process. Uh, I think people think, well, you know, I, I got saved, so it's done. And now, you know, it's, it's an everyday process because you're going to fall off the wagon. You're human. You're going to make wrong choices or choices that are not pleasing to God and not in your best interest either in the best interest of all of mankind. Um, but to really get back up and say, okay, God, I faltered. How do I get back up and, and do better tomorrow? We often talk about a lifestyle of repentance. And what you said is just that mm -hmm. every single day asking God, where did I fall yesterday? Where do I need to turn from? And how can I walk more closely in the path that you've designed for me today? Yeah. In now, everything. In everything. Now, now there's something that's come up so important from every pastor I've talked to recently, and that is the more important than ever is fasting and prayer. For me, prayer has made a, a really big impact in my life. Um, Continua has brought me to where I am today, talking to people just on this podcast. Um, God's the one that told me you need to do this. I'm like, what? Talking to people on a podcast? Really? Uh, <laughs> many years ago. Um, but, you know, I've never really tied together the importance of what the fasting and the prayer together. Why is that so important? Well, I'm so glad you're asking me this uh, and people are listening to this on Christmas Day. Because as those who are followers of Jesus are honoring his day today, we remember one of the passages that he spoke when a father brought his son to his disciples who was having fits and bouts of frothing at the mouth, falling out. I mean, it could have been a series of different types of conditions mm -hmm. that the child was experiencing. But Jesus' disciples could not heal the child or deliver the child. Mm -hmm. And after Jesus kind of... Um, said something to his disciples that maybe we don't ever want to hear today. Um, he said to them, this kind will only go out by prayer and fasting. Mm -hmm. Now, if you read certain versions in the Bible, they've taken the and fasting out. Mm -hmm. Interestingly, Interesting. the new international version does not include those words. Mm -hmm. But if you go through several other versions of the Bible and what Jesus was trying to say was that, yes, prayer is important, but it must be coupled with this idea mm -hmm. of turning away from ourselves and turning toward God. Mm -hmm. And that's when the power to cast out certain forces mm -hmm. comes to bear. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And so that's why fasting is so important because Jesus identified it as one of the things when connected to prayer can only be done mm-hmm. to deal with certain issues. Interesting. Now, my friend asked me just recently, he said, so wouldn't being fasting, which is generally, you know, eating less or, or, you know, maybe just having water or tea. I, I've done fasting in the past myself, never coupled with prayer, but my, my, um, my friend said, well, wouldn't that make you distracted from paying attention to the spirit of God? Because you're so thinking I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. Uh, well, I mean, I'm guessing when you're praying, God will be filling you up. And that's the whole por- um, uh, part of it is that you're not focused on the outside stuff. You're focused on God and letting him fill you up. Yes. And I think you make a po- an important point because prayer mm-hmm. is not just us speaking. Mm-hmm. It's also us receiving from God. Listening, that listening part. Yes, that listening <laughs> part is the most important part. And so that's why you can pray yeah. and fast without being distracted. Mm-hmm. Um, it is suggested uh, that you do it in a place of solitude. Mm-hmm. You do it when you are not going, you know, about a lot of other regular daily uh, efforts because you know, depending on the length of the fast, mm-hmm. uh, it could um, just physically make you not just hungry, but also tired. Yeah, yeah um, physically weak. Yeah. Now, it's interesting, uh, you know, some people who are not used to a prayer life or maybe have not um, found Jesus or, or built a relationship with Jesus and God will be like, well, you know, prayer just you know, as you said, just standing there in silence or talking to God. And in some cases, they might not even believe in God. But what I found interesting is that once you build that connection, I don't know how to describe it. It's like you don't. Oh, my gosh, it's so hard to explain, because many years ago I was in bed and out of nowhere. um, This is when um, Bush was in office and he had just um, retaken office. um, And I was middle of the night, I was getting this urge and, and telling or knowing to get up and pray. And I was like, uh, no, it's two o'clock in the morning. I'll pray in the morning. God, I got this tomorrow morning. So I just went back to bed. The phone rings a couple of minutes later and I get there and it's a dial tone zero. There's nothing there. It's just, you know, so I'm like, okay, there's no dial tone, but I, the phone rang. So, and then again, I'm feeling this urgency, pray, pray, pray. And I'm like, uh, yeah, tomorrow, God, I'm tired. I'm going to go back to bed. Well, what is me praying right now going to do? Uh, so I go back to bed. And then about a few minutes later, I start to get, you know, this horrible sweats and nausea. I feel horrible. And I'm like, I'm up, I'm up. I'm going to pray. I got it. Okay. So I get up for an hour and I light a candle and I just pray. And basically I was just in, in silence and, and just saying, um, you know, leave me. And I kept saying the word peace over and over again. And then I went back to bed. After an hour, I felt peace. I went back to bed. The next morning I woke up, I had heard that we had the unilateral strike on Iraq. They had been the shock and awe that um, Bush had and his administration had done. The country had been under great turmoil. Um, but I, I believe that's why I was being called to pray, maybe for many different reasons, not just that unilateral strike. But I, my own flesh was like, you know, I got this praying thing tomorrow. We don't have to do it right now. But God knew better than me. Like the, the importance of prayer was important that moment. Why is sometimes the very moment to pray now so important? What is that doing? And why does God use us sometimes in that way? I believe this is one of the mysteries of God. We do know that the timing of God is perfect because he operates not in chronos like we do, 
but in Kairos. Mm -hmm. And we don't always understand the Kairos moments of God, those moments that could have impact for Mm -hmm. days, months, years, generations to come. Mm -hmm. And so I do believe what you what you described, we call in my faith tradition an unctioning Mm -hmm. from the Lord in that you were awakened in the middle of the night or you were, you know, pressed to pray at that particular moment. Mm -hmm. And these unctionings uh, do represent spirit speaking to spirit. Mm-hmm. because no one was saying to you in your ear, right? Mm-hmm. You didn't see on television, it's time for America to pray, right? No. None of that happened. And so this spirit-to-spirit connection, I believe, is one of the mysteries of God that mm-hmm. oftentimes we don't pay attention to. Yeah. And sometimes we don't realize mm-hmm. what has happened as a result of our not paying attention to the unctioning. Mm-hmm. But I believe the mystery in that mm-hmm. is that God knows how to communicate to his people anytime, anywhere, any kind of way. And when God does, it's time for man in the terms of anthropos, human, to respond. Yeah. And that's really the key is our response. Mm -hmm. Are we going to be obedient to that unctioning, that calling of God? Or are we going to turn over and say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sleepy right now. I'm just going to go back to sleep. Yeah. And See what I mean, happens tomorrow. Exactly. And I, I, I mean, the next day I felt horrible because I was remembering Jesus, you know, praying fervently before he was put to death, asking his uh, disciples to pray with him. And they're just like, yeah, yeah, we'll get, we got this. I'm going to go back to bed. We got you. We're praying. <laughs> yeah. Could you not pray for an hour? He said. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, we, we've got that, you know, flesh thing. It's like, I'm tired of praying thing come later, but no, there's some things we don't understand and why the importance is right this minute that we need to do it. And, and it's happened to me a couple of times where I've gotten that unctioning that you mentioned that where it's like, no, right this second, we need to do it. And yeah. we might, not, we, we can't see the whole picture. It's like, I always say that we, when you look at life, it's like the, when you do needlepoint, it's the messy part that that's what we can't can see it's all messy it doesn't make sense you turn it around this is what god can see because he can see the whole picture <laughs> yes yeah so that that's we can't see it we, we just cannot say and right now i feel we're at the absolute pivotal moment of not just here in the united states but the entire world uh this is going to affect the entire world because if we have a falling in the united states completely uh, uh, a leaving of god completely it will not just affect here it'll affect the entire globe and all of humanity yes absolutely and not only for this time which we're in the chronos that i spoke about mm-hmm. but potentially there's a kairos moment that god is seeking to bring about in the earth right now mm-hmm. And part of the, think of it as making a big pot of soup. Mm-hmm. And every, you know, in the wintertime, a lot of people are making soup, right? Yeah. And every ingredient has to go in at a certain moment in its time. If you put the soft vegetables in too early, then you got a kind of a wilty, weird soup. <laughs> you know, you got to put the hard vegetables in and, and then, you know, you got to put the broth in and then the seasonings and what have you. And so our prayers become like a seasoning Mm. in the work of God in the earth today. Mm -hmm. And wouldn't it be too bad if we were to meet the Lord in the air when it was our time to meet? Mm -hmm. And he would say to us, I needed you at this moment. Mm -hmm. 
and you did not respond to my unctioning. You did not respond to the call that I had on your particular life for that moment. And because of that, this, 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 and this happened later. Mm. So before I got uh, on the program with you, you know, I love history. I love to watch and read about history, particularly military history. Mm. And I was um, on the History Channel watching a um, program about Ulysses S. Grant, actually. Mm. Uh, of course, Robert E. Lee is, is highly um, notarized in the program as well. Mm-hmm. But there were times in that military theater, you know, the 600,000 Americans died as a result, mm-hmm. that one moment when it looked like the um, Union Army was in a really bad place mm-hmm. and a soldier came to uh, General Grant and said, you know, what do you want us to do? And Grant told them to keep moving forward. And the soldier said, my gosh, you know, Lee is here. He's there. If we do that and Grant cut him off and he said, stop thinking about what Lee is doing and think about what we must do Mm -hmm. because of the purpose that we're called to. Mm. And that to me is kind of the crux of why we must pray individually for our families, for our communities and for our nation, because I think about what Grant ended up doing, and those 620,000 men are really on both sides Mm -hmm. who died because of a particular purpose. Mm -hmm. That now, a hundred and some years later, we are living in a different way Mm -hmm. because of that obedience to the purpose that they had been called to. Wow. Sometimes prayer can be. Uh, somewhat, you know, we call it in my faith tradition warfare, mm-hmm. because sometimes you have to really press in and begin to, as it says in my faith tradition in the Bible, there's a passage in Second Corinthians chapter 10 that says, uh, pulling down strongholds, casting down imaginations, taking captive every thought that would, that, uh, would not come into the obedience of Christ and bringing it into that obedience when your obedience is fulfilled. And then there's another one in Ephesians chapter six, where it talks about how we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, principalities, Mm. spiritual wickedness in high places. And we can't do that in the flesh. Yeah. And that's really, I'm hearing a lot of talk about, oh, you know, we need to come up against the other opponents and other you know, citizens or people don't think like us. And I'm like, no, that's absolutely not right. Because this is a spiritual battle right now. The people who might not understand the direction they're heading, that is uh, disastrous for everyone involved, might not know that, but, you know, just killing them is not going to fix it. Uh, Really, this is something only God can fix. Um, And, uh, you know, we do have to wrap it up here. But before we leave, I just want to thank you for coming on board. Is there any last word you want to leave our audience with before we end? Well, I'd like for people to remember the little book, Standing on the Wall, Prayers to Preserve the Integrity of a Nation. This is a book that has many prayers for our nation and for our people. And I really encourage people to get it and join me as we pray for the years ahead. It's available now on Amazon Kindle. And uh, I just want to thank you, Christina, for the opportunity to have this conversation. 
Oh, May God you. bless you this Christmas season. God bless you. And God bless the entire Savvy family listening in. Everyone coming together in prayer, we can make a difference to change this country and to change the world. We can do this together with God not separate, not alone. But uh, I have to thank you again so much, Jana, for coming and sharing your great gifts today on Savvy Broadcasting. Thank you. Thank you. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more Savvy episodes and Savvy Biz Tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com.